to another episode of Blurs or Us. Welcome to episode 182. Uh, I'm your host, Nana. I'm Martin. And I'm Stevie. Yes, yes, yes. You've got the three amigos for today. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, so I'm going to try and get into it really swiftly. Uh, but first of all, I want to say happy birthday, Stevie, for yesterday. How are you feeling? You still yeah. hanging out your ass? I am hanging out my ass. Um, I, I, I was just saying earlier, the smallest things are like the hardest things today. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I had a very nice birthday and um, and very pop culture kind of like reference. Yeah, my kids bought me this bottle of something called Ramane, uh-huh. which is like a popular thing now, apparently, in where they live. It's like okay. a Japanese drink and it's a, it's got a novel way of like having a lid. It's got a little glass ball in the lid, and you pop the ball in, and then you can drink the the drink. Um, but they're like really fucking expensive. But they're totally obsessed with them. The, the well, my kids are completely obsessed. So I will be drinking that if I can actually pop the lid. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that's a hangover? Just drinking more more whiskey. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> only I will not be touching whiskey this week. Definitely, <laughs> I will not be touching alcohol until next weekend. <laughs> maybe next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not not that much of a break from alcohol. All right, so just for mine and mine's list, we've 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 been up to quite a lot in it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let mine go first as what he's been up to. Cool. So, <clears throat> um literally just a lot of um anime manga i won't talk about manga i think i mentioned last um episode a couple episodes ago the manga i'm reading so um i won't talk about those but i've also been uh watching a few things on tv so to kick it up um been watching mushoku tensai um first episode two Uh um majo sushi orphan hakuretabi um season one episode five um for for those of you who don't know what that one's about, um, it's basically about a sorcerer who ends up leaving his sorcerer organization. Um, one of his friends becomes a dragon and whatnot. Um, so he changes his name to Orphan um, after being this sorcery um, academy. He's actually one of the top students there, along with um, his team. Um, so it's just about it's just his adventures basically. Um, it's really, really good. I recommend everyone watches watch that. Um, so, finished on Kimono Jihen episode 3. Um, there's this new one that I watched. It's an anime, but I don't know if it's an anime or a hentai because it's, it's, it's one of those weird ones. Um, it's called Kaifuku uh, Jusushi no Yarinaushi. Um, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. So, the synopsis is after years of torture at the hands of his own allies, um, he manages to break free. Um, the main character manages to break free and get the Philosopher's Stone. He then uses the Philosopher's Stone to go back four years in time to exact revenge against the people who tortured him. Oh, so, I, I literally just watched this. So the English name for this is Redo Healer. Um, Redo Healer, that's the one. And I've been seeing it in the anime community. Um, yeah. And um, it's interesting. It's, it's a little... Well, it's, is it different? It's... So I understand. One of the censored. So, so, so one I'm watching is uncensored, but there is a censored version to it. So yeah, so which I, is why I wasn't sure whether it was like a hentai or just a very adult, very mature um, anime. 
Well, it's a, it's an etchy. It has it's a it's heavily it's etchy definitely themes, but it's like not the good kind of etchy. So by that <laughs> I mean there's like there's rape, there's torture, there's wow. uh, um, drug abuse. Um, yeah. There's, but despite all that, yeah, like it's got a very interesting premise, and I'm looking forward to seeing where the anime goes. Um, oh, I want to say that. This, in, uh, Philosopher's Stone ain't so, like a reference to Full Metal Alchemist, is it? Uh, no, so the Philosopher's Stone is one that they use. Uh, this is with like old, old age um, alchemy where um, uh, people who dabbled themselves, say chemistry and whatnot, were trying to create what's called the Philosopher's Stone, which was supposed to be. I mean, again, a lot of animes and other um, um, fantasy stories um, base their things off of, base their stories off of. It's, it just allows you to convert led to gold or you know or to get something from nothing basically mm. that's the ultimate philosopher's stone um yeah yeah so that's what that's what old school like real life old school chemist uh chemists um first thought about when they you know started building a periodic table or whatnot um yeah but it's i mean this this is I like it, and the reason why I like it is just because he gets to exact revenge on, like, I don't think there's ever been a sweeter revenge, I've never uh, seen a sweeter revenge than in this, than in this uh, series, especially this um, episode I watched. It's very dark in, in some of the aspects, and he gets his revenge very early on, so it'll be interesting to see where the anime takes it from, takes it from episode 3 onwards. Um, yeah. Like but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. But damn, the stuff that I saw, like, I had to, I had to pause it go back to the beginning and then watch it again and I was just like how did this happen like, as like, as you know the like the rape scenes and stuff happened in it right mm. um, obviously he was, he was, he was, was uh, watching her own stuff and I stopped I was like I don't know what I, I looked at her went, I don't know what I'm watching <laughs> but it's freaking dark as shit yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. As, as I was saying like, I've been seen in the anime community for a couple of couple of well it's only on episode 2 so maybe the last few yeah. years and people talking about how it's like really a, a really fucked up anime and um, mm. I watched it and I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, um, it's interesting. Like, is it? I, initially, I didn't think it was as bad as people make it out to me. I guess, uh. I, I guess episode two was a little bit more darker, especially like some of the torture scenes. Um, mm. But for, uh, I think in Germany, they've taken it down and some countries have just um, removed it from being shown because yeah. the censored version, like, Censors so much of some of the scenes, it's kind of pointless and watching it. Yeah, like you kind of need to, you kind of need to watch it uncensored for it to like make to get the full grasp of how brutal things are. Um, yeah, 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 but yeah. So the English name is. Do you want to pronounce that, Martin? I mean, the Japanese name. Do you want to pronounce that, Martin? All right, I'll try. Um, Kaifuku Jutsushi no Yarinaushi. And the English name for it is Redo the Healer. Uh, you can continue. Yeah. Right. Um. So Doctor Stone. Um has recently started so it's on episode two now season two episode one sorry season two episode two is out um i've only seen the first episode of season two um it continues literally from where i left off um so again if you're fans of that or even if you're not fans of that one watch something watch dr stone and hurry up onto uh season two um watch how much, episode- how much monologuing was in in season two episode one um, not a lot, actually. Uh, just a just a quick recap, and already they're going about trying to do new trying to do new things. So because um, I remember watching this with my boy, right, and this yeah. is um, like 
I quite got into it, but one of the mm. things about this series, Doctor Stone, is like there's this one character who just shouted everything, like this, yeah. and there was a there was always there was a it, it, there was a few kind of like it was almost like it was a tick list of like this is they they had internal monologue, they had character that shouts, and then plotting, scheming, um, like clever dude, and then like very clever baddie, and yeah. Um, yeah. uh, it was uh, once you get past the, the 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 character that was like just shouted at everything, I, I was able to actually like get it. Watch but, like, it initially, yeah, yeah. I was like, "This is bizarre," you know. <laughs> it's only that episode because the others are not like that. The other episodes are not like that at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe just down uh, revisit it or yeah, yeah I'll try to get back on that. Alright. Um, watched episode three of uh Desuga Nanika. That's um So I'm a Spider, so what? Okay, um, yeah, I haven't I, no, I don't think I've watched episode three yet. Uh, it's, it's it's good. So um you learn more about the world because it goes on it moves on from um the main protagonist and looks at more of the um of the other students that were transported to that magical world. Mm-hmm. Um as research shows that, you know, there's actually shared abilities not in the sense that everyone's got the same ability but in terms of it being like uh rpg where you've got your stats and whatnot everyone who was transported from earth to that to um the fantasy world also has those kind of stats and depending on what they do obviously their stats um level up exactly the same way as uh protagonist so yeah um it's it's, a, it's another good uh good episode um so I, think I, also, I also watched uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. In fact, I watched that just before we started recording. Nice. Um, I usually I skip over intros. I, I usually watch the season, like the intro, um, like episode one and two, and then I skip it. Um, so by this time, I managed to actually watch it from beginning to end. I did skip out the intro. The new intro actually bangs. So um, it's, it's a really good intro um, for for the anime. Um, so I just started Star Trek Below Decks. I've just finished the first episode. It, it's good. I, I really enjoy it. Um, even just from the intro, it makes it obviously it sets out to uh, be like a, a jokey, non-serious um, Star Trek series. Uh, for example, you have one of the characters who takes out. Uh, she's actually drunk, and then she takes out. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Klingon Batleth, <laughs> and then literally just starts swinging around. I mean, a drunken stupor ends up slicing a bit of um, one of her one of her colleagues' uh, legs, and like a bit of flesh is just hanging off of it. I'm just thinking, wow, <laughs> it's jo- it's funny. It's actually funny. Um, um, yeah. So uh, it's it's really good. It's really good. It's really funny. Um, I'm going to continue watching it uh, right off the bat. I think I, I mean, I've just off of obviously episode one and whatnot. I probably give it a uh, half chicken, but I'm waiting to see, you know, the other episodes. Um, now that I've shown that I've seen it, so you can probably tell us a bit more yeah, about it. Yeah, so I, I finished it. I watched the whole season, I think, last night mm-hmm. or maybe the night before. Um, I've actually been watching a lot of content this week. I've actually been doing... Yeah, I've been actually, you know, not just procrastinating for the sake of procrastinating. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a free piece. Like, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, I'm not a big Star Trek person. So, you know, probably a lot of the jokes and um, Easter eggs probably went over my head. Um, But for what it was, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to a season two. Um, 
And yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they do with it next. Like it was, it was highly entertaining. Like yeah. I, I laughed at some of the jokes. Um, the main characters who I can't remember their names, um, but like the cyborg guy, he was funny. Um, the, yeah, med- like- the medical girl, um, like, and then as the story progresses, like it builds up on each episode and you get to learn more and more about each character, each of the characters. Like you can kind of watch the episodes as standalones, but like there is a little bit of theme going through it. Like they, they become more friends as they go on. They learn more about each other. Um, especially like the two main characters, you learn more about them. And um, yeah. yeah, like I, I look forward to you to finish it and, and being like a, a, a Star Trek person giving us like a true ray. But right now, like I said, I'll probably give it a free piece as it stands. Cool. Well, um, I did say like before it came out, I did say that was similar to, um, is it, oh, is it that, that, that Netflix series? Is something like Beyond, is it Beyond Space or whatever? Final, you know, that Final Space. So same. I think it's Final Space, the one of um, Final Space. That's the one. Yeah. Final Space. Mm. Yeah, it, it did remind me of that a lot, but it's just because Final Space obviously did it first, and mm. again, it's, it's, it's an adventure in space, um, and it's just really jokey and stupid. So that's why. That's what. That's those advice I'm getting from it, but I'm liking it again because I'm a Star Trek fan as well. So it's just funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know we talk about these two, but um, we'll talk about it again. So I'll skip, I'll skip, I'll skip those. Um, people that are listening, and you will obviously know what it is when we start talking about it. Um, I watched, I managed, I finally managed to watch uh, Charlie's Angels, uh, the 2019 version. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't going to spend money on it or go out my way to try to find it online to watch it or something. So just wait for it to come out. Um, you know whether that was going to be on Netflix or on uh, Sky movies and ended up coming up with sky movies so i just watched that um it was it was i don't uh, i gave it a quarter chicken um, i'm giving it a quarter chicken um first was a half chicken but after everything was going on and me also comparing it to the charlie's angels tv series and uh and the previous uh, movies that came out in 2000 and stuff like that this movie just did not stand up um to the metal um I felt that, you know, dialogues were, everything felt very sort of PG, actually, considering that Charlie's Angels, I mean, oh, what, what, where do I even begin? All right, all right, let me start, let me, let me start off with um, fight scenes. Fight scenes were cool. Obviously, fight scenes nowadays are, um, are very, very good. Even when you watch um, uh, kids, kids' movies like... Um, we can be heroes, for example. Even those fight scenes are really good, so I don't expect any. I don't expect anything less from that. Um, in terms of the plot, the plot was dumb. Um, it was dumb because you know all these plot plot twists was um, not really a plot twist. You could tell kind of tell already what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get the the sort of like one well, of the characters going out on a revenge type deal, and you know being so focused on this revenge thing, and then all of a sudden. She no longer really cares about revenge. Like towards the end of it, it just it was just done very poorly. Mm. Um, even the even the warehouse scene with the um, you know whether they tried to um, what's it called whether they tried to stop this um, exchange of um, the weapons or whatnot. I thought that was done poorly. Like one of the one of the characters again, I can't be really bothered to remember the character's name, but um, she was in the car initially, and then. 
she then leaves for whatever reason, right? And then later on, they explain why she left. But I was thinking, no, I'm calling BS on that. I mean, mm-hmm. that makes no sense why you did that. Oh, it also makes no sense why you did that. Yeah. Um, at the end of it, you also had... Um, I mean, the only bit I liked about it was at the end. <laughs> Not because the movie finished, but because it showed all the other angels and stuff like that. Um, but even with that, as in the old the, like, the angels, like, they all got to meet and, you know, it's all coincidence that they actually do it all angels or whatnot. Mm. Um, and then there was the training bit right at the end. I think it was like the outtakes or whatever. I mean, so not the outtakes, but the, um, after sort of like the main credits that showed, um, her training to be an angel and finally going to get a tattoo, her angel tattoo. I just thought this is just, it, this was meant to be for, teenage girls do you know what I mean I reckon kids who are between 8 I mean would you say 8 I'd say about right between 10 and 14 I'd say um so I didn't I didn't appreciate the movie that much so it, it's getting a quarter chicken from me um I can see why I got slayed because it was that bad um plot was bad the scenery was just meh um, <laughs> Man. it was so bad. There was, there was, there was, like, there was, there was a scene where the where after Angel after this after warehouse scene, right? The angels are trying to get back to HQ or whatnot, and then they're on a ferry. And I'm just thinking, why are you on a ferry? <laughs> just the three of you, just like burnt, singed. You have like marks all over you guys, and you're just chilling on the ferry. And this little kid opposite you is like trying to play with you guys. I was thinking, why? I did. I did. I didn't get that. Um, the song was rubbish as well. The song that was sung by I think it was Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and I can't remember the other one who sang this the song. But the song felt out of place. Um, in the, especially the scene that it, that you know that was uh, supposed to be like a really good scene or whatever. It just was awful. Um, so yeah, that's that's my take on it. Um, I've been continuing with Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, season, I'm on season two, but I think I'm now on season two, episode eight or nine. Maybe even oh, episode ten, actually. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so you... I've got a lot of that So um, I'm currently on um, episode 12. I've just finished episode 12 of DS9 season two. Oh, so okay. we're almost like, um, almost, almost level peg in there. Yeah, said, yeah. Oh, there was some pretty cool um, episodes actually so far. Like there was one where um, Dax almost got got the trill kind of like symbiote. Taken oh out. yeah, that one. And, um, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, is is is, is uh, Dax gonna die? <laughs> well, Dax was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I know. And and then there was a really weird one where the there was some radiation where they were like. Um, their imagination was like uh, anything from their imagination. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That, yeah, that was an interesting one. I think that was a nod to. Um, I think it was an episode on um, Next Generation that was similar to that as well, where um, either they were trapped in, and not an alternate where well, either they were trapped in, like the holodeck or something, um, and they sort of had to play a game to get out of it or whatnot. Um, I thought that was very similar. Has Q Q appeared already? Hasn't he? Yeah, Q appeared in season in season one. That's when yeah, Cisco that's him. And I, I said, finally. I mean, Picard tried to be all I don't know, high and mighty, and what, I, yeah. I don't know what Picard was doing with Q. But yeah, after Q, after, <laughs> when, when yeah. Q said to him, "You're not going to do anything to me. You're not going to hurt me," and Cisco just popped, punched it. I was like, "Yes, that's how it's done. That's how it's done." And then yeah, 
from then on, Q, I, I have seen Q since then. <laughs> or when we have seen him, he's very, like, he avoids Cisco as much as possible. There, there's a good one coming up. Um, I think it was episode 11 mm. um, of season two, uh, where someone gets a device that sort of like alters chance and it's like a luck. It, it, basically, it makes you really lucky, but then everybody else is really unlucky. And it, it buggers everything up in, on the whole station. They go and replicate it and turn yeah. it into like a new, like a, a casino to rival. Um, oh, what's the guy? Is it Quark? Um, ah, Quark. Yeah, the Ferengi. Yeah, rival, rival the Ferengi's place. Yeah, and uh, and then it, it it it's everyone's too lucky. Everyone's winning or everything in the in the casino, and then everyone else is like having terrible luck. Like they're just ah, along and, and stubbing okay. their toe or just like hurt themselves. Yeah. All right, so this is the episode I'm just on. So it is so I'm on episode eleven now. Then sweet season sweet. episode eleven, yeah, cool. So I look forward to that one. Yeah, it's good. Um, and last but not least, um, I'd say last but not least, but just a couple couple to go. Um, I started playing Greedfall. Greedfall is on the PlayStation. Um, it's on the PlayStation Store. Um, you could get it free on PS Plus, and actually, it's been this January's um, was the next round of um. Well, this generates a round of free um, free games on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. Um, it's an RPG based on colonial time, based in colonial times. Um, everyone in the game has a British accent, um, except for the natives. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give a quick um, sort of my my take on the game. So, besides it being set in colonial times, uh, you take the control. You take control of a character. Um, who you can assign um, three different sort of playing styles to. One of them's the technician, who someone who's able to place traps um, and sort of plan attacks before we actually actually uh, um, commence those attacks. Uh, the game has a very unique, uh, well, not unique combat system, but it has this combat system allows you to pause mid-game, um, sort of figure out what it's going to do. If you need to equip any potions or any health, health items too, you can do that and then resume play. Um, it does very well with balancing, um, you know, different aspects of the game. So one's t- the technician, one is the magician. The magician allows you to attack from a distance using, using uh, magical attacks via MP, um, magical points, and um, it couples that with you being able to wield one arm, sorry, one-handed uh, weapons like. Um, swords or axes or hammers, that kind of thing. Um, just in case, you know, you, people close the gap on you or you run out of MP, you can just start hitting people with that. And like a battle mage. Almost exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right. And the last one is um, a warrior. So someone who wields both, uh, I think they wield um, just swords. So it could be um, either one-handed weapon or two-handed weapon. Um and they also don't have any mag- magic um, AMP on them, but they're very they're very physically tough and whatnot. Um, but the game also allows you to sort of create your own hybrid of the three. Um, also allows you to wield guns, so you can have someone who's um, who wields guns and magic and things like that, and you know you can play about with those uh, with those stats. Um, but yeah, it's a really good game. Um, the story is interesting. Um, a lot of the kind of imagery from it is is quite kind of like um, uh, I would kind of call it like the DC palette, uh, where everything is quite 
dark it is or quite dark and dingy and and like yeah. the colors don't pop out much like i was looking, I'm yeah, looking at yeah. pictures of it and the, everything looks a little bit kind of worn and um i mean i like it i like the i like that style where stuff looks it doesn't look like it's absolutely brand new it looks dirty mm. and 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 worn but yeah 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 no you're definitely right in saying that you're definitely right in saying that um it's got its nice places. It's got its uh, not so nice places in it. Like the Governor's Palace, for example. If you look at all the Governor's Palaces, they all look identical, but um, they do this thing where maybe there's a ladder that's not... There's that, like a ladder out of place um, or um, the cellar has a different rearrangement, but it's pr- pretty much copy and paste all over the, all over the shop. Um, mm. Also, the cities aren't that densely populated, but those are little things here and there. But overall, it's still a really good game. Um, you know, there's a game about you know disco- about discovering um, new things on an island that um, that um, all the factions are trying to gain control of. So you have to sort of um, not only create bonds with your team, but also and your, best, and your team's also comprised of different people from all um, different parts of this um, of the, these factions. You also have to make nice with the factions themselves. Um, so there's a faction that's like ultra religious and stuff like that, and there's a quest in it where you even discover truths about their about their religion. So you then have to delicately handle that, otherwise you could end up um, they could end up really hating you. I don't know how long that progress in the game. I don't know if, whether you get chances to sort of redeem yourself um, or redeem your relationship with them, but just things like that that you have to pay attention to. Um, there's a whole load of investigation stuff like that, but the game is really good, and I recommend people try it out. Um, if especially people are into RPGs similar to The Witcher, for example, um, mm. yeah, definitely try it out. Um, I'm, I'm about to do that because yeah. I'm playing The Witcher like solid, and yeah. um, if it's anything like The Witcher, I'll definitely enjoy it. Uh, the Witcher is definitely better than Greedfall, but I'd say give Greedfall a, a chance just so you know you. Sort of, sort of get, get to have a go at playing the game. You might even um, like aspects of it more than The Witcher or not. Um, mm. Yeah, and last but not least, it's the Fate Winks um, series that's on Netflix. Um, for some reason, I, when I read Winks, I had the Witch series in my head. The Witch series was a thing on Cartoon Network or something like that um, back in the day. Um, Wait, so I was like, oh yeah, I really want to watch. I really want to watch Winks. So I realized what it's like. No, and I can watch this. Say again? Have you finished this? I haven't finished it. No, 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 no. Okay. no not at all. Save, save it for next week because I want to add that to what we're going to watch yep. for next week. I've got that on my watch list already. Yeah, okay, so watch so, list. So, okay. For next week. All right, cool. I won't, say, I won't, I won't ruin anything for you, but we'll say that I then realised that Winx was actually like a, the kids' version, which is to do with fairies and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's the Winx so, cartoon, but they've made it like adult, like Sabrina. It's like, like if you've if you've seen um, Shadow Hunters, it's similar to Shadow Hunters. Mm. Um, and I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. And um, yeah, that's that's been my that's been my week. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So I think last week I went. You know, before we go into that, we I normally do this at the start of the year, but I just didn't do it because I've been kind of all over the place a little bit. Um, I just <laughs> wanted to go through some of our like our SoundCloud stats. So in the last year and a bit now since the twenty fourth of January, we've had eight thousand four hundred twenty three plays, uh, twenty seven likes. Uh, Two retweets in a sense or repost of the track and 13 comments. Um, our top play track for that, that time period was, um, with 290 plays, we've got 100, uh, episode 163, which is Project Power. 
Uh, with mm-hmm. 237 plays, we've got episode 158, which was a Digimon movie, Warrior None, Keeper Season 2, and Brand New Animal, which reminds me, I need to get back and jump on Keeper because I think they dropped the season three a while back and I still haven't watched it yet. And yeah. our third popular track for the year was episode 161, which is Umbrella Academy Season 2 and Transformers War for Cybertron. Uh, our top listeners was... Uh, P Pink T Zero, so P N K T K Y Zero. Uh, Super Vinny. Oh, Pink T was thirty plays. Uh, Super Vinny one two three. So shout out Super Vinny and my one of my and one of my cousin Nana D with nineteen plays. Our top countries. This was our found very interesting. Um, with four thousand three hundred seventy one plays is the United States of America. So shout out to all the Americans that listen to this podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, next is uh, UK with 2,584. Um, and leading up the rear in third place is Spain with 135 plays for the year. So hola. <laughs> that's as, Mucho yeah, that's as far as my Spanish goes. Um, top cities, we've got Chippenham for 726. So shout out to the Chippenham and them. I don't know who's in Chippenham that likes this, but yeah, safe for keep listening. Uh, and tuning in um, and like if you're from Chippenham like write us write us an email let us know like what you'd like to and enjoy about the show uh, in second place you've got Cor Delaney which I want to say is in Minneapolis because it's ID yeah. with 228 plays and third which is just down the road from me Stratum with 200 plays so I thought I was right. sick in it um, so yeah and that's I, I'm looking to see what what changes throughout this year um, mm-hmm. so my secret Santa present arrived like what day is today? Like maybe yesterday or two days ago, uh, I got a, t- uh, a, a t-shirt from K Hoddy, which I absolutely love. So thank you very much. Um, she's based out in New Zealand and it's also a listener. So thank you very much for that. Um, now I've been watching the Uncanny Counter. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched yeah. it recently. How much have you watched of it? I don't know. I think I got to maybe like episode eight. I was enjoying it here. And then basically like, my girlfriend introduced me to um to well we, we you know like when like you're chilling you're chilling and it's like well I'm not dating that but you are like, just chilling at home in it and like you're looking for a show to pick on Netflix now yeah. norm like when we first started dating yeah she was rubbish at picking stuff on Netflix like she would pick the like the absolutely worst shows yeah for us to watch it for us to watch and then she would fall asleep yeah and then. I'll be left to watch this crap that she's put on. And a lot of the times, yeah, yeah, it was so bad. Like, even though I watched a couple of episodes, I don't think I ever went back to finish it, but, like, her her taste in shows, like, just didn't match up with my taste. But in, Mm -hmm. like, the recent couple of weeks, yeah, she's been picking out some really good shows. So, um, I don't know if anyone's heard of uh, Shoppers. It's, like, an American-based comedy about, um, like, the staff in a supermarket. Um, it originally was airing on ITV like late at night so whenever I couldn't sleep and I was looking for something stupid to watch like after like Family Guy and stuff um, that would be one of the one things I'd watch so I'd watch that um, I only watched maybe like three or four episodes of that no we watched the first season of that so we got into season two and then she was like oh I want you to check out this show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriends so I started oh, watching, yeah. I, I like that I started watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriends yeah and I absolutely love it like it's it started off at like a half chicken, but as it went on, yeah, I, I, I grew to love the show and like, I actually love it. It gets a whole chicken. Uh, I'm on season two, episode 10. Um, it's, it's a musical. It's like a musical TV show. And like, 
it's it's not something that I would usually watch, yeah. So I think that adds to my enjoyment of it. Um, and it's just really well done. Like, I like this. Just looks like a really it's a really fun show, and it looks like a really fun show to be part of, like the cast because like you're constantly going through outfit changes, you're constantly doing different activities, you're you're singing, you're dancing, like. It just looks like a fun production, isn't it? So I'm really enjoying it. I think there's like four seasons of that, so I'm going to go back to it at some point. Um, in, uh, do you know, with Uncanny, uh, uh, yeah, with the Uncanny Counter, Stevie, I'm only on episode five, you know. Um, yeah, I'm also, um, which episode am I on? Um, hold on a sec. I'm on episode four. They're, they're like long episodes. They're yeah, like a whole they're, hour. They're there, they? hour long. There's like 16 episodes. So I started thinking it was going to be a nice, quick, you know, eight, 10 episodes, um, like some of the Korean stuff that we've just been recently getting. Um, I like it. It's nowhere near as good as Alice in Borderland and, um, oh, what's the other one? Alice in Borderland and Sweet Home. It's nowhere near as good as those two. Um, right now, with the, the- I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm, I'm surprised at how. I quite like this. This has got like a different feel to it. It's like mm. um, a lot more comedy in it, and like their sense, the, they they're cracking jokes left, right, and center. Yeah, where, like like every time someone touches the woman, the 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 young woman called uh, what was her name, Hannah. Mm. Um, she just her reflex reaction is to, to like bash <laughs> yeah. them away, and they go yeah. flying across the room and hit the wall. And every time, like one of them accidentally touches, she's like. Wah! <laughs> so what you think these this is better than Alice in Borderland and, and uh, Sweet Home? It it's different for me. Um yeah. it, I really enjoyed um Alice in Borderland because it was fucking dark. Mm. I really enjoyed the um the, the, the exploration into the different characters and, and the kind of like the emotional side of, of Sweet Home, though the obviously the the graphics in that were like a little bit questionable for yeah. some of the monsters mm-hmm. to begin with. This one I'm really surprised because they're really exploring each of the characters um, in the Uncanny Encounter and each of the Green Reapers. You know what? what the, there's an overarching big story. There's there's a few sub stories, and then there's sort of like each of their own like backgrounds. And um, I'm just quite. I was expecting it to be tacky and cheap and and crap, but actually, I'm really like invested. I. I I want to know what they're going to do, how they're going to wrap it all up. And there's, you know, also there's blatantly going to be like what the, there's these different levels of like bad souls. Um, they keep on going on about like a level one is, 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 a uh, an evil soul that's attached itself to someone, but just is sort of like whispering in their ear. Yeah. And a level two is where they're kind of like, they've they're killed now that being one able person to properly manipulate them. Mm. And then, and level three is when they've taken over that person's body completely. Yeah. Um, and, and then they've mentioned like a level four. Mm-hmm. But I'm like thinking, there's blatantly going to be like much higher levels, yeah. and we're going to see some crazy shit in the future. I'm sure. Mm. No, so I'm quite excited by it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back to it. It's just like right, like I said, the crazy ex girlfriend has like captured my soul right now. And, like, <laughs> like I even had to pause and I was like, no, I need to stop watching this. Yeah. I need to catch up with some of my podcasts. I need to catch up with some of my anime. And then like, maybe like <laughs> Tuesday, I'm gonna come back to it. Um, uh, I watched episode two of Jobs Reincarnation, which was like before. Again, I'm still really enjoying that show. Um, I've started watching some other new um, anime releases. So uh, I sort of apologize if I butchered the name, but. Hortensia Saga, um, basically in this world, um, 
there's like three tribes or like three factions and one of the factions like goes rogue and starts like a a civil war in a sense and in the process of the, of the like the civil war coup or whatever uh he kills the king and um the king has a daughter and then like um that one of the royal knights saves that saves the daughter uh but in the process he dies and then the the princess has to like go and live with the knight's son and but she's got like change her identity and pretend that she's a boy i'm just like you can clearly tell that it's not a boy <laughs> and it's uh it's funny and it's intriguing because like it looks like it's gonna if anyone's ever played any of the Tales of Eternic the, the end of the Tales games by Square Enix, it has that feel to it. Um so I'm really looking forward to seeing what, how that's going on. Um I finally started watching Hariyama. Um I'm two episodes in. I think episode three drops today, so I'm gonna check that out later. Um it's a really cutesy and nice slice of life. It's very entertaining, it's very funny. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh I also watched Star Skate of the Infinity. I when I say yeah, this anime is sick. It gives me um, in terms of like the musical elements, it gives me like a samurai champloo vibe. It's like very hip hop metally kind of music. Obviously, like to reflect the skate scene. Um, in terms of skateboarding, it's more like um, what's it? It's more like is it lunge? Where it's like downhill racing rather than like yeah, um, yeah. luge. Yeah, luge. It's more like it's more like that. But obviously they're they're skateboarding down rather than lying flat on their back going downhill. But it has is that element of racing in terms of skateboarding rather than yeah. them doing like um loads of fancy tricks in it. Um. So yeah, scale scaled interview. Like it was hyped up to be one of the animes of the season, and I'm really enjoying it so far. Um. I watched Disenchantments season three. Um, why did you get around to watching that? Yeah, I watched it, completed it. This was the worst season that they've dropped. <laughs> like, this was, like, I give this a cool chicken, man. Like, it just wasn't as funny as the first two. And even the first two, yeah, it normally starts off bad, but it gets funny as it goes along. This one just started bad and just stayed bad throughout, man. Like, I was really disappointed. By the end of the season, I was like, I don't want any more of this. Like, season one and season two started okay, and I was just like, eh, this is not very good. But by the end of it, I was just like, I can't wait for the next season. Um, yeah. I honestly, if it gets renewed for a season four, I'll be very surprised. And if it does, it's going to take a lot for me to like jump on it to watch because like, I wasn't very impressed with this. Um, mm. I've been gaming a little bit. Um, I've been, well, yeah, well, I, I want to say gaming, but uh, I played a demo for Monster Hunter Rise that's coming out on Nintendo Switch in March. Um, I've never played a Monster Hunter game before this one. Um, the demo gave you like a fully leveled up character in a sense that you could play around with. Um, mm -hmm. obviously I chose the guy, uh, well, I chose the female at Jewel Worlds because that was the only option you had. And, um, yeah, the game looks interesting. I will probably get that in, um, March, um, and try to play with it and try to see if I can get some friends that I can play online with. Um, and also I started playing League of Legends Rift. Um, again, you know, League, I played League of Legends on my laptop a while back. Um, it's something I used to, I played with Marvin quite a bit, um, last year. Um, the mobile game is, it feels a little bit more easier than the, the laptop, the desktop version. Um, and hopefully I'll be trying to play it, um, every once in a while just to, you know, keep myself entertained on it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for my week. Uh, Stevie, what have you been up to? All right. Um, so we're, I've, I've seen a movie that we're going to talk about in a bit. Uh huh. Um, so I'll leave that until we actually chat about it. Yeah. Um, I've seen a series that we're going to chat about. 
so I'll leave that. Um, we already talked about Uncanny Counter. Yep. I'm really enjoying that. Um, want to see what happens with that? Um, I get. I, I quite like. Um, and you know, like Nano, you're talking about like stuff that you can watch with your your missus. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that like Steph and I quite like is these sort of like serial killer um, documentaries mm-hmm. um, or stuff like. Um, what was the, what was that series that was? Um, it was a fictional th- series based on a on a real events about the the guys who came up with the term serial killer. What was it called? Um, Mind Hunter. Okay. So we totally love Mind Hunter, and and there's low there are loads of sort of like serial killer stuff out there on like Netflix and yeah. Amazon Prime and everything. So um, something's come up called the Night Stalker, the hunt for the for a serial killer. Mm-hmm. So we watched like episode one of that, and he's brutal this guy went around la um and just he was sort of going on a basically he just picked random people and kill them and he would pick kids and go and rape them and then not kill the kids oh. and like just let drop them off and um like he nothing was, happened yeah he was indiscriminate about and it, it, for it to start off with, like the, the the police department were thinking that there was like lots of different people doing all these killings, and it it took a while for them, like over a hundred days, for them to finally get together, like that all these killings was one person, and they needed to pull all the resources together to to track this one person because he was he, he wasn't sort of fitting the the. He wasn't Perfect. falling into any specific category, yeah. so there it like. But it is it, one episode was br- absolutely brutal. We're like, okay, one episode's <laughs> enough for tonight for today. Mm. Let's let's watch another one another day. But it is yeah, it's really good. So I'm, I'm going to be watching all of that. Um, I've been playing The Witcher Three to death. It is so <laughs> so good. I have honestly, I, I think I've said this week after week after week. But it as the like story progresses it just gets better and better it's so i'm so impressed that this is like reading one enormous book like that is really well put together and i have never seen a game have this good dialogue you know uh comp- you know it's it's got main quest dialogue it's got side quest dialogue and it's just got wandering around the the universe wandering around the map and listening to people chatting shit to each other mm-hmm. and you just like and they if you stand next to them they they even like start commenting about the fact that you're standing there watching them. And it's like, this is amazing. Like, and then if you actually try and interact with them, they'll sometimes they'll be like, Oh yeah, I saw you standing there. And, uh, and this is just like, got no, no quests, no kind of, you know, it's literally just NPC chat that, where, where you get like, so they must've spent a fuckload of sort of um, time updating and adding to adding dialogue to this game. Very mm. impressed. Yeah. Um, I saw a trailer for um, uh, Willy's Wonderland. I don't know. Did I share that with you guys? Yeah, I saw um, the trailer for this as well. Nicholas, yeah. Nicholas Cage, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, did have you, have you guys talked about that? No, we haven't, we haven't. So that I, I that is amazing. I, I am so into that. It's like, it's basically based off of um, the Five Nights at... Oh, Five Nights at... Yeah, I, okay, there's a reason why I didn't... Yeah. No, not watching it. <laughs> okay, so so so, Five Nights at Freddy's um, is you know like it's this horror game, isn't it? Yeah. Where you, yeah. Um, this this um, Willy's Wonderland is 
that horror game sort of like scenario, but add a batshit crazy Nicolas Cage into it who murders the fuck out of all the creatures. Yeah. It is so funny. The trailer, I was watching the trailer just going, it starts off and you're like, oh my God, are they trying to do like this Five Nights at Freddy's? And then all of a sudden he breaks in like a, I don't know, was it like a pool cue in, in half or something? And, and starts beating the shit out of one of these animated monsters. And, Oh my god, it is yeah, I am looking forward to this. It's gonna be such a funny well, movie. So it's not an actual horror, it's more of like uh I think it is a horror. Action, but yeah. it's gonna have yeah, it's gonna be an action horror where where actually um Nicolas Cage's character is the, the one that everyone should be afraid of. Like <laughs> I don't know. I, do you know now see now I'm there to watch because I, I mean for me the reason why I said no because it's because when I first played the first or only time I played Five Nights at Freddy's that jump scare I absolutely hate mm. getting jump scared mm. last time I got jump scared I kicked my brother through like <laughs> I think onto, onto the bed oh it was crazy <laughs> like, I, I, entered, I entered the room he was to my left or something he just jumped out literally just went kick straight onto the bed luckily he landed on the bed because we had a uh, what's it called like a bed drawer whatever it's called right next to it so he could have actually hurt himself badly but yeah i i hate jump scares um so yeah that's why this shall say no and i hate horrors as well but if it's yeah. if it's one that it's sort of I like think, i think this is going to be yeah. more of a of a uh, it's going to be a like a gore fest and it's going to have a great like it's going to be like we're going to be able to watch nicholas cage like act crazy um which I'm all for. Uh, <laughs> the more stuff that we can see Nicolas Cage being crazy in, the better. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, definitely. so, so they're yeah, looking forward to that. Um, also, I'm quite into UFC um, and, nice. you know, like, um, you know, mixed martial arts and stuff like that. Um, so he's and, McGregor's fight? <laughs> yeah, so Conor McGregor fought Dustin Poirier, um, Poirier. Uh, last night and um, lost... He got knocked three. the fuck out <laughs> in the second, in the second really uh, round. Did, yeah. yeah, and this is be- you know after how many years ago was it that they, they fought before? Oh, um, I can't remember. It's quite a while ago, um, but they fought and and Conor McGregor uh, in the first match caught um, Dustin a, a real kind of I think it was a left hook and that sort of sent him back and then he went in for the kill and and it was almost the opposite this time where Dustin flawed in this time and and just went went for the jugular totally like pummeled him Mm. Uh, but i love watching that because everybody um who goes into that ring has got different strengths and um you see you see often see them trying to sort of feel each other out and i do like you know one of the things i think that kind of is makes conor mcgregor so successful is that he um he will he'll kind of like um He'll feel his opponent out for just a little bit, and then he'll just start like trying different like things on with them, like and yeah. and one of them will they won't like, and they'll just go go for that. And he's he's quite kind of like, what was that? Sorry, gone. <laughs> he's he's quite diverse in the, the things that he can do. You know, on the ground, um, punching. You know, like grappling. He's he's got quite a lot of good skills. So to see someone get the better of him, one. Uh, it was quite a quite a feat, I think. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm well into that. Nah, his uh, ground game is definitely his his stand up game is definitely better than his ground game. I, I I've always I've always thought that. Um, 
And if yeah, you have him, you seen him like um, if somebody tries to get him on the ground, he is like a slippery. Yeah, his his ground. See his so West, so his that's his ground game. I mean, in terms of him actually being able to submit people, and whatnot, it's mm. poor. But when mm. it comes to him getting out of the situations, um, he's very good at it. Um, and that's the thing you, with UFC, you have people who play to certain strengths. And actually, it's very, very smart for someone who loves to stand up and fight, actually have a very good ground defense or is able to evade ground um, submissions very well, which is something that he, which is something that he has. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, I've always, I've always said this that yeah, his, his stand up is incredible, but his ground game isn't the best. I mean, he does, he won't really submit people, um, but he does, he has a way of you know. Um, Aggravating people who love to uh, go go onto the ground. He he definitely does the, uh, the like the wind up thing, doesn't he? he oh yeah, definitely, like, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, also, I remember seeing one guy um, who was just like a bloody like like a monkey when it came to like any. He was the submission king. It was some some other guy, just very slight builds. They were like they must have been in like ultra featherweight or something, mm. but he would as anybody gave him a chance to get around their back. He would, he'd be ran behind them and then just choke them out. And yeah, yeah. it was uh, just that is when you see people's ground game. I find that fascinating when you see people. That is real. It takes real skill and train, like years of training, to actually kind of be in the middle of a like a a really aggressive thing and be able to still use your brain to kind of like figure out what what am I going to do? Which you know, yeah, which submission pose am I going to try? Definitely. That's why I love doing it because it's it's it's, it's like it's like chess. They played it with your body. It's your body against someone else's body. Yeah, mm. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Also, his movement is very good. Um, I've seen his movement training. His movement training is is top class. Um, just being yeah, able to generate power. Um, Conor McGregor. Oh, Conor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when he when he trains, um, his he's got for he's got a very good uh, body movement regime, and the trainer who actually. Uh, Coaches him is very very good as well. Um, you can never tell that him being able to get his body to certain positions and still generate power. Um, um, you don't get like, a lot. Of he, does a lot of, um, he does a lot of he does a lot of shoulder shoulder barges where he'll he'll lay his shoulder into somebody yeah. and still like there's a huge amount of power in that. But and it will you know like and you 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 know there's not much space, but to be able to do that and actually like hurt somebody is is quite a feat as well. No, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, that's it for me. Um, <laughs> so, and a lot. Oh yeah, and 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 lots of alcohol. Uh, and this is also something I got. I got um, candy kittens. <laughs> All right, mm. Cool. Alright, let's let's. let's oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say on One Division episode three. Um, I thought the episode was very meh. Uh, yeah, very meh. And um, I'm gonna let you guys talk about it. So go. All right, I found um, so I guess the reason why we had a lot to speak about on One Division last week was because or well, last episode was because um, we were all speculating on what could happen, um, what's going to happen, all these um, Easter eggs and whatnot, all these clues that were lying about that will tell us, um, you know, that that you know, just things that we got clued up on that could lead to X, Y, Z scenario. Um, this episode definitely just told us everything, really. Um, that yeah, it is uh, it is uh, a world that she's created. Um, 
like the people around her are definitely looking in on her, investigating her, and whatnot. Um, it just revealed just revealed a lot of things, which is why I guess which is why you haven't got a lot to say about it. Um, that, that um, bit where there was a bit where it cut and where like things weren't adding up, and yeah, and uh, yeah. Vision was like asking the, the wrong questions, and all of a sudden it just then cut like and like someone had cut the um the tape, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then he went back, and he was like, "Oh, it's great! That's all wonderful, and everything." Mm. Yeah, exactly. Even that again. So I think that we know that Vision is dead, right? Yeah. So I think Vision must be the exception to this reality that, that they're living in because um, it's almost like he's separate from everything else that's happening in that in that world, right? Because it's like. He points out things that are out of place, things that are, are weird, but Wanda herself is trying to run away from that fact. So I'm thinking, has she created vision? That vision is almost like a part of a conscience that says, that, that points out, that points out, exactly, that points out that this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Um, you should definitely ask questions about it. But then Wanda herself is like, yeah, maybe she says to herself, I know it's wrong, but I don't want it to change. Mm. Or I don't, and that's I don't why. That's to... why she got rid of um, the character. Um, who's that? I can't remember what the woman's name Geraldine, was. Geraldine. Um, Monica Rambo. Geraldine. Because, yeah, Geraldine. Um, yeah. Because she she basically figured out that she wasn't part of her. Uh, what she wasn't something she had created. So her yeah. mind had gone and well, basically like her mind was like, no, get you can go because you're disturbing my safe zone. Exactly. And, and exactly. Vision's not going to go but, uh, because he's. He's the part of her subconscious that actually wants to set, like help her and and set her free from this. But I reckon it's like a prison that she's created herself. I think so. I think so. Again, just because of the fact that it's it's taking a small town that from what we saw at the end of it, it was obviously this this, this dome around um, around a specific place, um, and you saw that straight away as soon as Jordy was kicked out, you had all these agents come around and. Uh, I don't, know, I don't know, escort off of the off of, of the premises, property, wherever it is. Um, also, the doctor said something interesting. Um, this was after the delivery of the twins. Um, outside of vision, he said, "Small towns so hard to escape." Yeah. So, so that, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely him saying that. Um, it's. It's a small, yes, it's a small town. But obviously, with the, the thing with small towns is that you don't have a lot of people sort of moving away, or you don't have a lot of people move, moving away, or new people coming in. It sort of, you know, sort of remains very much the same. So I thought that was sort of like, uh, I guess, double entendre, which was, you know, small towns are hard to escape, as in it's going to be hard for you to escape this reality. And also, um, anyone new that comes in is sort of. Just be wary of them. That's what I took from it. Because Jordine, um, even the, the other characters were saying um, Jordine didn't have a home to uh, didn't have a home, and she was new. Um, so I guess that leads to that's sort of that's what my mind leads down to um, when I heard that. Um, yeah, just a lot, just a lot of things being called getting confirmed. Like Herb, for example, when he was doing the um, bushes, and then he started cutting into the fence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what was going like, on there? Yeah, Vision was like, well, was like, dude, you're you, like, you're, you're going a bit overboard, aren't you? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's continuing to do that. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is, 
that, that confirmed that confirmed everything as well. So that's all I have to say on One Division. There was a, another bit I noticed which I quite liked in one sense was um, once um, Wanda had, had said that Geraldine had to go, mm. um, go home and and, um, and everything, and then it, it it took you outside of like her whatever's going on in her reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um the, the aspect ratio expanded to fill like the whole screen. Yeah. Yeah. And, did, did, did. and 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 that was almost like a now we're in present proper day. reality. Yeah. This is present day, this is now. Uh so yeah. Yeah, I I I, I re- once again I said it before this I'd have liked this to have just been dumped entirely um all, all episodes and I could have just chewed through them and, and really enjoyed them. Uh-huh. And because I think that's why you said like we had two episodes to go through, there was more to kind of discuss and they, this is going to be a slow burn. We're going to, they're going to slowly build this up. Yeah. And I reckon there's, there's going to be fireworks by the end of this, Yeah. but they are just, they're, they're telling a story right now. And we, I'd love to have that story on a plate, just eat through it all. Yeah, same here because um, because also we speculated that um, they could have done. Obviously, they released two episodes um, last week. We speculated they were going to release two episodes this week, two episodes next week, but they just did the one, which was pretty annoying because it felt short. Um, obviously, yeah, it was that's right. Um, time frame. I felt a bit cheated. So it's thirty-four minutes long, and yeah. the actual episode finished at like twenty-six minutes. Yeah, like. Yeah, you almost you almost had like I don't know what eight, seven or eight minutes worth of credits. Yep. Yeah. And that's been very that. annoying this season that I've been doing that. that is it is what it is, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um Yeah, but that's it. So now we know that we're gonna get one episode a week, um unless they hear our criticisms or our critiques of it and uh Well next week's gonna be the eighties, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be the eighties next week. Yeah. They they won't um, their formula. They what? Yeah. They they won't change their formula. Like they've that's that's what they're set with. We're not gonna get more episodes just because we want it. Like no 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 no. It's, yeah. Even though <laughs> I, I, get. like I've said, I think the the week to week on this series will hurt it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. All right. Let's head to some news. And I can't see where I put the bumper, which is annoying. Oh gosh, there you go. Welcome to Blurs or Us News. I'm going to go with the two news, little news items that I've put down and I'm going to let Martin put down the general news that he's got. Um, so Willow 2 loses director John Chu. Um, this is a bit annoying because he's a very good director and it kind of just shows the world that we still live in today because um, he's standing down because, surprise to him, his wife's about to have a baby and um, film was about to be held in the UK. But of the UK still being very crap of how it's dealing with the coronavirus. Um, he doesn't yeah. want to risk the, the safety of his um, family, which is more than understandable. So he's stepping away uh, down from it, which is a shame because I was looking forward to seeing what his vision was going to be for this franchise. So you get for not, you know, being able to handle coronavirus more effectively, but it is yeah. what it is. Absolutely disgusting. Very, 
bad, but it is what it is. Um, there's going to be a Wonka prequel coming out in 2023. Uh, Timothy Charmelet, Ch- Charmelet and Tom Holland in the run to play young Wonka. That's weird. I actually want to see it, you know, because you do want to know how Willy Wonka came to where he is today. Um, oh, well, well, from like how he got from wherever he began from to now being, you know, is it, is it going to be in the latest Willy Wonka canon or is it going to be totally separate from the last Willy Wonka movie? I think, or is I th- it... I think it's a prequel from the last Willy Wonka movie. Okay. They, they went into detail in the last Willy Wonka movie about his, his childhood and his dad and he goes and sees his dad, doesn't he? All right. I didn't, I, I haven't seen it to this day. Um, yeah. I don't think I've seen the most recent one either. But, but I know in the books it does talk about um, Willy Wonka like going to the lands of the Oompa Loompas and then um, making his deal with them to come work at his, fa- for his, um, at his factory. So mm. I guess any nods to that or even the the more recent Willy Wonka movie, um, yeah, any any sort of addition to that or inclusion of, of, the, of the two I think would be good. Um, so that's what I can say on it. The the recent Willy Wonka movie with um oh what's the guy who played in it what's his name Orlando Bloom what's it Orlando Bloom you sure it's Orlando Bloom or Johnny was it not Johnny Depp it's Johnny Depp it was Johnny Johnny Depp Depp, yeah yeah Yeah. it was proper crazy Mm. like honestly the he is he plays the most unhinged guy (laughs) ever and and there are so many moments in it where you just like what fuck and it's got like the the oompa loompas are all played by one guy Mm -hmm. um so they're all like one actor just superimposed a million fold yeah and it is compared to the one with um from the 70s which is oh um who was the guy he was a doctor who wasn't he um the guy who played in that david oh no i'm thinking so no it was shit i forgot his name anyway it, it is miles apart from, from the one the previous one mm. and it is proper weird and i just i don't know if they if this is going to be a prequel to that it's going to have to follow the same level of crazy mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know how they're going to do this it really felt like this was a one-off movie and that was it mm. uh, and they kind of wrapped it up at the end of the movie and everything so a prequel would just be weird mm. i don't know i don't know if I'm going to buy into that yet. I need to see a, a little bit more, like a, a trailer and a bit more info about it. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, mine, do you want to, you put down all five seasons of the Muppet Show? Yeah, so, um, oh, cool. like I said, like I said before, I really love the Muppets. Ever since I was a kid, I loved the Muppets. Um, come to Christmas time, um, I watched the Muppet Christmas Carol. I, uh, yeah, Muppets are just my thing. So, all five seasons of the Muppet Show will be on Disney Plus um, from February nineteenth. Um, the Muppet Show. So the Muppet Show back in the day had obviously Kermit was the one who opened up the show. You get the intro of all the Muppets singing and whatnot, and there's always a celebrity guest um, as well as sort of a, a, a backstory. So a backstory could be that I don't know Miss Piggy has has lost something. Or um, one of the um, one of the celebrity guests sort of cancels last minute, and then they have to bring another celebrity guest, and they they just take the mick out of the new celebrity guest, as in, um, 
oh, we didn't have any sort of questions for you because the, all our questions were based on, I don't know, say, Dolly Parton, but she can't make it. So we have no real concept for you. So you, we just got to get to do stuff on the spot. Um, but it all worked so well. Uh, there's always a comedy aspect to it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in this. Uh, my girlfriend absolutely hates it, but I love the Muppets, so tough, <laughs> tough, tough, tough. Uh, <laughs> she, has, she has to deal with it. Um, yeah. So, next news. Um, Joe Biden as US President and Kamala Harris as Vice President. I think everyone should, will, will know this by now, um, that um, in spite of, you know, um, allegations of the election fraud and whatnot. Joe Biden um, has now been sworn in as uh, US President with Kamala Harris um, saying the VP. Um, so, what do you guys? What do you guys think of that? Or do you have no real, uh, no real insight onto US US uh, sort of elections or how have things been? Well, it can't be any worse than the last guy. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's pretty much all I can say. The thing that boggles my mind is just how many people out in the world sort of excuse Donald Trump's like behavior manners and ways and things yeah. he says you know like they, they it's almost like they'll be like yeah yeah but that's just him and he's making a change and and there needs to be a change in in america and i'm just like fuck is it that bad is has american politics got that bad that people look at the the the, the parties and go they're fucking awful therefore mm. we want someone to who's who's this much of a monster and a and a narcissist to come into power to 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 make change you know like i just just boggles my mind that people would accept that somebody like that could you know who who is who's that heartless and and racist and, and abusive and prejudiced yeah. in every way should be put into power so that he can change things i ah oh, just it, it, it what it tells you is that the american political system is is dangerously broken and damaged yeah. and mm. they need to do a fuckload to restore faith in 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 people and make people realize that actually they don't need to vote for some nutcase like trump in the future yeah yeah i i i, I agree um um you can say i mean why? What I say is that um, there were definite, definitely reasons for why people thought that'd be a good idea to vote for him. Um, and, and and I know, um, I know. Obviously, given everything that he's done, even his past, um, I think we spoke about it uh, like last year or something like that. Um, I can't stand people wanting to try someone different because, again, um, Hillary Clinton was you know sort of like <laughs> she she was basically the embodiment of the establishment um yeah. and you know i guess americans also felt that their situations had changed so you can see why people vote for him um and you know turn the blind eye to actually the kind of person he was um but now i think um again i'm not gonna i won't really reveal my uh sort of political leanings and stuff like that but i think that you know um Joe Biden, even given Joe Biden's uh, uh, questionable history, uh, especially towards um, black and other ethnic minority groups, um, it's sort of like a return to, I don't want to say normality, because 
I will see, given COVID and um, America and whatnot, it's not the... I don't think it ever returned to normal from what's, what's happened, um, but you can definitely move towards a better, more unified America, um, wherever sort of Im- imagine, imagination of unity um, that obviously his, his presidency will bring. Um, but I do have to say that I do like that Kamala Harris, again, given um, excluding her past, I do like the fact that Kamala Harris um, is the first female VP. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is she um, the first female um, VP, she's actually also the first black and Asian uh, vice president. So I think for representation, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more than good, ex- bro. It's great. Ex- yeah, I, I say good because again, I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm keeping you know the um, her sort of political leanings and whatnot. So. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that. I obviously, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just putting just the fact that she's black and Asian. Like uh, the, mm. the, there's a dual ethnicity there. Like that's just great. Yeah, I know exactly. that she's said some questionable things, questionable things in the past, um, mm. which I'm not experts. So I can't even go into it like that but in terms of yeah. like having a person of color in that position um for the first time obviously we've had obama as president do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if god forbid anything happens to biden she will be our next president well not our next president, well, but our she, president yeah. she, well, not our president but she will be the next president of the united states do you know what i mean yeah yeah um and i think i think what's really good is that um if focus on you know joe biden's day one um stuff i'm not uh, maybe you guys um, don't follow US politics too much, but um, he's actually done quite a few things which I think are really good. Um, one of them is um, I'm trying to bring it off the top of my head, so I may be a bit inaccurate with this. Um, but one of them is giving Americans the two thousand um, dollar uh, check that you know people so desperately need. Um, one reason why I got into that was because he had a two thousand dollar check, so he's signing on that. Um, he's also planning to rejoin the Paris um, Climate Agreement, mm. um, which isn't a guarantee on, you know, on them actually on America actually reducing the sorry the United States actually reducing their um, carbon footprint, but it's an aim. It's you know it's a it's a goal that they're working towards to reduce yeah. their um, their climate sorry to uh, reduce the amount of uh, carbon they put into the atmosphere. So I think that's really really good. Um, I think they also plan to rejoin the Iranian nuclear deal, which okay. Trump ripped up. I think that's very good for, you know, stabilizing relationships between Iran and uh, and the US, um, as well as, you know, sort of strengthening diplomatic relations between the two. Um, so I think all that is really, really good. Um, I, I hope I hope that, you know, Americans now, uh, especially uh, the US, uh, US um, citizens, get to experience, you know, a president that's more competent, at least. Um, and you think everything that they wanted when they voted for, for Biden. Mm. Um, and last but not least, um, I've already mentioned this, but uh, Fate Wing Saga, uh, the live adaptation of the Wing Saga is now on Netflix. So uh, <laughs> I know we've already touched upon it, but let me just remind everyone again that, yeah, it's on there. And that's it with the general news. All right, cool. I'm just going to mention one, uh, what the fuck news, just wanna, don't want to dive delve into politics too tough. Um, mm. Booster Box, Pokemon Booster Box has sold an auction for record-breaking $408,000, man. Like, how wild is that you just have something like that just sitting in your eye 
And then Listen, yeah, I feel so sorry for my cousin because my cousin used to collect Pokemon cards like no one's business. When I say collect them, he had shoe boxes. I can't, it was like three or four shoe boxes, maybe even five shoe boxes, right? Mm. Filled to the brim of Pokemon cards. He knew each box had his own collection of Pokemon cards. Like he'd pull them out. I didn't even know how to play the game. He knew how to play the game, everything. He had all the power up cards, even the little plastic, um, I don't know, little things that came with them or whatnot that gave you special, that gave Pokemon special boosts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He had all of that. He had so many shinies and whatnot. I remember the day he had to get rid of it, right? And he literally put it all in a, in like, I feel it was like three black bin bags worth of Pokemon cards, right? I had to throw them away. I'm sure he's hella pissed now. <laughs> really needs that. His Pokemon cards, shinies as well, right? And he has some rare cards as well, right? Mm. Sold for like four hundred eighty thousand. Uh, but this was this, 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 this was an unopened booster pack, so it's probably like. Uh, right. but even, even so, like, especially trading cards is it has become like the stock market. Like, there's a lot more people that are doing it, mm. and. Um, you know, you, you you don't know what value that you have mm. of what cards you have until like you go like you know you, you actually go and like do your research and get them evaluated and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's just wild, isn't it? Like I never had it's too many Pokemon cards. Ridiculous card. amount of money, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, so so is that against Stevie? It's a ridiculous amount of money, though. Just oh yeah, half a, half half a, nearly half a mil. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Who bought that? Who bought that? <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone that's obviously a big fan, isn't it? Did uh, Did you guys see the um, the new poker app that I mm. sent you by mm. Starbomb? No, um, it just no. it made me laugh so hard. So it's a a band called Starbomb, and they've done their own like version of like how many new Pokemon are there? And oh, there's like three hundred and fifty million new Pokemon, and they start reeling off a load of them, and they're <laughs> fucking funny. It's like there's there's always new names for Pokemon, and they just come out with the, the best names ever. Honestly, anyway. Pokemon Pokemon's like one of those things that's self-sustaining, so it's never. I, I don't think it's ever ever going to end, you know. Because um, yeah, also, because yeah, they, 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 they they fund themselves. It's the the Pokemon shop. That they have. There's also the Pokemon games that they release you, out. On honestly, the they can just out. keep bringing Pokemon games out, and kids will jump oh. on them. You know, like, let, let, let me just link this to the to news that's going to come on later. I'll just talk about it now. Uh, there's been rumors for like the last couple of months that they're going to um, re-release Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, and um, mm-hmm. supposedly Nintendo in Japan have like went and redone certain copyrights for certain things. So we may see um, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl coming sooner rather than later so yeah there's all they're, they're, they're gonna continue so, making pokemon games they've even now got into the stage where they're now doing dlc for pokemon games um yeah and have a whole dlc you know yeah they did um for sword and shield they did two dlcs so and, oh, uh, you know what the next thing will be they'll bring out some pokemon games for oculus and that will be a oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah i can that see will be that a I mega that. hit because it's not like the, the graphics aren't ever that particularly good and you know like i reckon that could be ported into an oculus quite yeah. easily you know mm. yeah 100 um as like pokemon is just one of those things do you know what do you know what gets me the most the fact that you obviously back in the day um like say from pokemon red and whatever you had to then have uh oh all right so if i'm just right 
there was a way you could import your anything on DS. So say Pokemon Emerald's last game on uh, on Nintendo um, Advanced, right? And you could import it to a DS version, and then from the DS version, you could then trade with someone on a three, on a three DS and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But can you imagine playing all those generations of Pokemon and then having to you know trade up trade up across multiple uh, platforms and whatnot, like Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. whatever? All the way to 3ds and now switch i'm thinking where am i gonna how am i gonna get my generation one pokemon onto the switch now do you know what i mean i've played pokemon ages if i get a switch and i want to have my generation one pokemon and I ha- it turns out that i have to do some trading from like some uh, like i don't know a generation one or just a total generation three um uh game that's going to be impossible to do like i don't know where i put any of my stuff Wow, I'm sure there's a way. <laughs> there has to be a way, but I just think to myself that the game's so big now. Um, because like, Nana, how many original Pokemon were there? 151, or technically 152 if you want to just include Masingo. Actually, oh, te- actually, technically 153. You know, it, oh, it, 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 it depends on what you want to go off. If in, in the original game it was 151. Um, it was yeah. 152 if you included Masingo. If you want to go off the cartoon series, which was based on the first gen, but in that first gen, they showed you um, Ho-Ho. So that's why I say 152 uh, or 153 if you want to include Masingo. But now yeah. I think there's like, yeah. I want to say there's 650 Pokemon or 750. Like, there's definitely over 650 Pokemon, definitely. I think 650 was Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Or... Um, yeah, or black and black and white, and yeah, it's now, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say it's like 750 now. Damn. I, f- I found a, I found a link um, on Games Radar saying that specifically an article, Pokemon Home Transfer, how to get Pokemon from Gen 1 to Sword and uh, Shield. Oh my, see what I mean? My head is doing bits. So, so Look at that. I, I'm seeing 932 Pokemon. Lord, I'm a fucking hell. And, and, and mega ev- evolutions don't count. So if you include mega, yeah, ev- mega evolutions, um, it comes up to 980. However, the current official count stands at 893. That's crazy. And look at what Stevie just sent to us, right? It's <laughs> like you, have, you can trade from your mobile phone to like Pokemon Home. Like, what's what is this? Is this a. Uh, that's a switch, yeah. You got from the It looks like you can have a, a Pokemon bank online, basically. Though, yeah. Where you can just you can do the transfers out of anything. But yeah, they've got. Oh my god, they've got everything. Everything. Oh, yeah, every different. They best, they best remake all those games. If they have, do you know what? At the end of all Pokemon, right? If there ever will be an end, I just want there to be. Uh, I just want there to be uh, a game, a universal game that has. All the regions um, they you could that ever appeared in the Pokemon games in the various Pokemon games. Well, that and was, then that was, out to each of them. That was the rumor before they released Sword and Shield. There was there, so there's been rumors for many years about Pokemon World, yeah. where it's Pokemon, but it's also kind of like multiplayer in terms of like every person can st- start in a different city and you mm. work your way around the different uh, regions and then collecting all the different badges and. Yeah. You know, we just haven't heard anything more about that. Like I said, they're now just looking at 
potentially remaking some of the older games for now, just to keep that money rolling in. Um, there's also yeah. a rumor that they obviously we we get. I think we're getting Pokemon Snap in March, mm-hmm. and um, people are talking about they're potentially um, making a, a Pokemon Coliseum free with all the new games that are coming out. So, like you said, Nintendo. As long as Nintendo has Pokemon, they will keep pumping out as many games as they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's still on the cards that they will do like a whole unified, um, yeah, like unified world or whatnot. Um, it's just a matter of time, really. I think the way they're going now, they can, they could be on for years, decades before they even end up doing that. Mm. All right, cool. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna play the bump for the comic book news, but I want to quickly say that uh, we've gotten some rumors about the runtime of the MCU series. Um, so She Hawk has been listed as 30 minute episodes. Um, and there's going to be 10 episodes in total, uh, which is a lot of She-Hulk, which I'm really excited for. Uh, what are you guys thinking mm-hmm. of that that kind of runtime? Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't mind that at all. Whether it's half an hour, 45 minutes, or full hour, don't mind. As long as it's entertaining, as long as it doesn't give me any... Um, it doesn't, you know, upset me too much, because, again, I always have to remember in the back of my mind that... Um, TV shows and movies are separate from the actual comic books. So as long as I'm not upset too much, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Just don't give me 15 minutes or, or cheat me out of, you know, an extra five minutes here and there and call it a half, and, and call it a half hour episode. Mm. All right. So the Loki series is going to be 40 to 50 minute episodes and we're getting six episodes out of that. Um, Moon Knight, again, is going to be 40 to 50 minutes and again, six episodes. Uh, and the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, episodes will be between 40 to 50 minutes and we'll also get six episodes out of that. So those are the reported released um, episode runtimes for the MCU TV series. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sounding good. Like, I like the longer runtime, the longer runtimes. Um, it just mm-hmm. gives you more of the show. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the, all these shows will be of a, a very high quality and uh, it will give fans what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's not like that other series, that um, Marvel one, um, what was it called? I've, I've forgotten the name of it now. Agents of Shield. In humans. humans. Oh yeah, that was. Ooh, that was. I never got. I never watched it. That was universally hated. Um, it was fucking awful. It was so badly. Not only badly like animated, uh, or not animated, but like um, mm. you know special effects. But the the oh, the script, the 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 way that they. Accident and everything, it's just oh. awful. <laughs> Terrible. Mad. Mad. Alright, so heading over to some anime manga news. Let's go mine. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go on. All right, then. So, 76 will get a new anime film called Curse by Light. It will have an all-new story by the manga author Nakaba Suzuki. It's set in uh, it's set after the events of Dragon's Judgment anime. Uh-huh. Nice. Code Geass, Lelouch of the Resurrection, will have a 4D screener in Japan on January 29th. Uh, it debuted in 2019 with Funimation also streaming it. Uh, producer Kojiro Taniguchi said in 2019 that the film is f- um, is a phase one of a 10-year plan for the new franchise. Okay. Blu-ray and DVDs are now available for it. Okay, I'll be interested in that because like, Code Geass is my favourite anime of all time. I need to one oh, yeah. day actually go back and read the manga. The manga is very different to the anime. 
Um, mm-hmm. And also there's a couple of different anime series in that franchise that I haven't seen that I need to uh, jump on. Yeah, yeah. Same here, actually. For the manga news, Sacrificial Princess and King of Beasts manga will get a new anime series, or get an anime series. Um, the manga was launched in 2015 and ended October 20th last year. Mm. The synopsis is, a young girl has resigned herself to being the next sacrificial meal for the Beast King, but the King is no mere monster. Okay, sounds interesting. Yep. Yep, and that's it with the anime and manga news. Cool, cool, cool. All right, just a quick talk to game news. There's only one other um, item. Um, there's rumors that they're uh, ins- is Insomniac. Um, Insomniac, yeah. Yeah, there are rumors that they, they're thinking of taking Spider-Man 2 outside of New York and having them visit different cities and places. Um, you know, that would make the game massive. Um, mm-hmm. What's your what's your opinion on that? I like it because already I like the Spider-Man games. Um, I know that um, in the comic book, Spider-Man does go, as in the Earth 616 um, line of comics, Spider-Man does go and visit um, the Xavier Institute, um, especially when his powers begin to mutate. He does um, go to other areas around America, around the United States of America. So this is good. Um, I don't know exactly where, he, where he'll go. They can make him go anywhere, but a new, a, a nice change of scenery is not bad at all. Um, you know, just seeing how the architecture changes, especially if it's not like uh, an actual um, uh, city like you know New York with high skyscrapers or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, just how they how they'll you know how traversing that uh, environment will take yeah, place. I'm, what, I'm cautious about it. This I'm rather cautious us. about it because so. um, you know the whole premise of Spider-Man is big tablock swinging around that's sort of one of the fun things about it isn't it mm. yeah yeah so but then you know i was I'm, i was cautious with the like the gta games when every time they like release a new gta game it's like even bigger mm. and i was like after i think after san andreas i was like how the fuck are they going to make it even bigger uh-huh. and then they, <laughs> yeah and then and then uh what number four came out and then number f- and then now the gta 5 is just enormous and yet, yeah it you can, the platforms can cope with it and everything and i'll just be concerned that if they released uh, an even bigger um spider-man it might kind of i don't know turn into a bit of a different game or that it would be so demanding a bit like like you know um that new game i keep well it's five star punk 2077 <laughs> no, it's a cyber, cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Sorry, <laughs> said South Park. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. Cyberpunk. If 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 they made it like so fucking huge that, it, that, that all the consoles couldn't cope with it, mm. then that might be a concern. But I yeah. think it did a good job because I played Spider-Man on the PS4, and I don't have a pro, and it runs so well. Um, with yeah. the PS5 and you know the ray tracing technology behind that and whatnot, I think. Mm. Um, especially, the, I mean, even the way they build their environments, I think, I think yeah, they could definitely make an even bigger game than uh, than the both Spider-Man and um, the Miles Morales uh, game as well. Just because um, I think they I think the technology they've used is that um, the game generates their environment or, or saves their environment and generates everything. Um, Within the line of sight, I think everything behind that, as in, sorry, it only generates it uh, in your line of sight. And I think past that, it then begins to regenerate it. So by the time you get from 
one end of the map to the other, you don't now see the you don't you don't now see buildings loading up um, and then having their uh, you know the various the various sort of architectural features um, load up as well. Everything's sort of done um, before you get there. So I think they could they could easily do that for um, especially if it's like the PS5 or whatnot. They um, they could easily um, you know have the game running smoothly and whatnot. Um, without any I, I was talking to my online. friend though, who um who who's got a PS5, and mm-hmm. he said even Cyberpunk on the PS5 is like after an hour it'll just crash, and there's certain things like if you go on a motorbike on that game, the whole thing just crashes. So you can't cope with it. Mm. There's too yeah. much too much going on, and and I thought that the you know like PS5 and the Xbox what Series X would just be able to cope with anything they got thrown at it, and I'm so mm-hmm. just. I'm so amazed that there's, a, there's this game that's been produced that that can rubbish a, a PS5, you know, like simply because it's just too demanding. Mm. So yeah, yeah. other games are going to start being like that as well, doesn't it? You know, I don't think so. I think I think the problem is squarely with Cyberpunk because you've had other games that have come out on the PS5 and they look absolutely amazing and they haven't experienced those faults. Mm. So I think it's actually the Cyberpunk itself um, because. Um, I think you could get Spider-Man on the PC. I think you can. Um, but even with that, you don't see a lot of... Um, uh, you don't see any sort of... Um, of loaded issues, anything like that. Um, mm. I, I've heard from other people that Cyberpunk actually works incredibly smoothly on the PC, but obviously when it comes to consoles, um, it doesn't work there. So I think that's the actual issue with Cyberpunk... Um, I guess not take into account the um, oh, what, what's what I'm looking for. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't take into account, I guess, the technology behind you know the PS4 and the PS5, um, you know the X, the X, and basically older older generation consoles like um, Xbox um, One X and you know the PS4 Pro and then PS5. Uh, I don't think I, I think they along the line they just didn't take into account how t- the different technologies would be. Uh, would yeah. be affected, mm. yeah. So as long as comp- game companies don't fall for that trap and aren't, you know, don't oversell or don't pay attention to the actual demands of each game in comparison to, it, sorry, in relation to their consoles mm. um, or platforms, yeah, should be fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, did anyone? Again, I'm not playing the bomb for this one. Did anyone manage to see the trailer for the Young Rock? Nope. Yeah, I think I saw this. Um, um, yeah, go on. But it didn't, didn't give away much, though, did it? I don't know. I just it almost felt like a documentary, right? No, it's, 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 it's a comedy. It's going to be like in a similar vein to um, Young Sheldon. Okay, no, I didn't see it then. I must have just seen clips from it. And yeah, right, than you that, guys need to check out the trailer for that. It, it, it looked interesting enough. Um, yeah, all right, we're going to get to the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! Right, the main move for today is 
Outside the Wire. It's a movie on Netflix. Um, In the near future, a drone pilot sent into a war zone finds himself paired out with a top secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. Uh, It's directed by Mikkel Hafström, written by Rowan Athale. It's called Anthony Mackie as Leo. Damson Idris as Lieutenant Formas Harper, Emily Beach as, Sof- as Sophia. Um, I watched this film last week. Uh, you guys haven't watched it yet, so I wanted to uh, mm-hmm. give you guys some time to watch it. Uh, I'm gonna start with Stevie. Uh, watch like your surface uh, thoughts on this and your rating. Right, this was an awesome action movie. Mm-hmm. I loved it. This is like uh, full chicken, totally. <laughs> Hold chicken. Cool. Hold chicken. Fuck it. I, I get it wrong every time. <laughs> but, uh, I I just I I, I watched it and I, I absolutely loved it. It nice. is a. It had great action, great sci-fi. Cool. Uh, my amazing. Um, it was alright for me. I think I give this. Um, I think I'll give it a uh, half chicken. Uh-huh. Um. The action was all good, but the story was the story didn't really grip me. Um, I it definitely felt like you know Robocop meets meets the army, followed by Training Day in the army. Yeah. So um, I definitely got those elements. Um, so I'm I'm, I'm giving it a, a half a half chicken there. Uh, cool. I, I, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid three piece. Um, I thought the CGI on. Um, Anthony Mackie, Mackie's character was awesome when they were like really his his cybernetics and stuff like that, um, and I just had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was like you know like it felt in the vein of just a fun action movie. I think what hurt this movie a little bit is not getting a cinematic release. Um, I think yeah, totally. It should have been if this had been released in the cinema, they mm-hmm. they would have turned this into like one mega like event um, action movie event. Yeah, like this would have been the action movie of the of the of the of the season or something you know yeah. like it, yeah yeah um so so i, I don't wanna, i don't get too i don't want to get give too much away in the story um but again it was another movie where it delves into the human psyche a little bit and yeah. what would you do in that situation because when you're sitting at home, like in your in, in your home comfort, it's very easy for you to say, like, oh, you know, would you save the lives of five hundred people and kill your son, or would you sacrifice the lives to, like to have to have your loved one? And there's elements of that in this in this film, and um, I thought like how they went about it was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's funny because like again, it, it involves like a robot AI. You know, how many times are we going to, how many times are we going to have this situation played out where, you know, we've had Jurassic Park, we've had Terminators, like when will humans learn, like sometimes having AI or creating things that aren't normal is just not the best thing to do. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, I mean, you are right in, in saying that this movie does look at the human psyche because, um, I guess video. I, I guess the the parallel could be also be made to video games because a lot of people say that you know when you're a drone pilot, it's almost like you're, you're being a video game pilot, but obviously you're in the army and blah blah doing what, um, obviously filling your orders and whatnot. Mm. But when you play games like Call of Duty or stuff like that, right? Um, 
there's often people often made a case that could you imagine if yeah you got your call of duty and stuff like that but then could you imagine if the army uses um robots that or drones that you pilot mm. um on the ground similar to what we saw in the gump with the gumps mm. and rather than be controlled by ai it's someone behind a computer actually um control them and you know if mm. there's actual open warfare stuff actually then control them and shooting people or whatnot right um so you can kind of see how detached um I think was his name Harp. Um, yeah, Harp. I think it was Harp. Yeah, so you can, so you can understand how Harp became sort of detached from his, from you know the actual people, real people, real life people being on the ground because you know he logged in like something like some ridiculous amount of minutes into his uh, into his um, uh, into, into sort of his, his log of him controlling his drone or something like fifty six thousand minutes or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, you can sort of see that even even um, in the open uh, scene where he's trying to make a uh, he's trying to make a decision on whether to open fire on that tank or not tank um what's it called truck yeah, um, that's, you know that's, saving that's... lives of two people um was do I do I do I kill two people take this thing out or do I you know let it wipe out all forty members of the squad obviously he took the decision which resulted in fewer casualties. Mm. But at the same time, you would have never known if there was a chance to save those two people. Mm. Um, and he also disobeyed um, orders. It's almost like, you know what? I know what your orders are, but at the same time, I can save two people right here, right now. Yeah. And like, you know, he was totally emotionless, which I absolutely hated because I feel that there is a case we made that when people, we take out, the more you take out the human elements from conflicts, the more it just becomes a numbers game. All right, cool. I have. I mean, again, can we can we see this situation? I have three people that in dire need of help. Um, that we could that you know people uh, armies willing to save. At the same time, there's a convoy of X amount of soldiers coming this way to wipe out this platoon. What do I do? Do I kill? Do I wipe out that those people the, that convoy with those three people, or do I save the entire like uh, the, the majority of the unit? That kind of thing. And like you said, now at least to that thing of, do you know what I mean? Am I going to switch train tracks or whatever to? to save one person or save five people, that kind of thing. Um, mm. Yeah, so in terms of human psyche, I could definitely see, you know, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely interesting exploring that. Um, I thought they did um, a really good job on the the robots, that, the, like the battle robots that they had. They looked um, good. They looked really good. The, the, the twitchiness of them was yeah. scary. That was sort of unnerving where you'd see them like... Um, like looking around like this and everything, and yeah. um, and there was one bit where like somebody shot one of them, and they just retaliated and yeah. shot shot the shot the person back, and it was like whoa, like that was like what is somebody controlling these robots? Are they actual like you know um, proper robots that are making decisions based on algorithms? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the robots were robots were AI. Yeah. And that was like that was awesome. Like that, that that whole kind of um, just that element of it was was well scary, and it, it was amazing how um, it made it less. Uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers away mm. though, so I can't I can't really kind of go into too much depth now. Yeah. Um, about about that, but yeah, uh, we can talk about it another time. Yeah, because I, because I, like again, because it's been released onto Netflix, I kind of want people to go see like watch this on Netflix and mm. give it a chance. Because mm. um, mm. as 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 our reaction and rating has been quite varied, um, I've seen mo- most of the things, most of the people I've seen 
reviews online have not given it like a very generous review. Um, and I want people to see because I, I again I feel it was like a, a really nice action movie and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> to say I made a lot of like um, uh, excuses for the movie. Mm. Um, there was there were some questionable moments in it. Yep. But it was an action movie, and in my head, like if something falls into an action movie, like category, mm-hmm. then I, I I will immediately change my kind of expectations as to what what I what I expect to get out of it. So mm-hmm. you know, like um, if I was comparing this to like Tenet, Tenet is well, absolutely shits on this, but mm-hmm. Tenet is a totally different movie, and it's a yeah. Tenet is meant to be a head fuck and everything. This was yeah. I was set. When I started watching it, um, it gave me enough sci-fi. It gave me enough, enough um, you know, action. There was some great kind of banter and dialogue that went on. And it was, you know, like, if I go back to, like, the 80s and 90s movies, uh, action movies, they were dumbass movies. Where they, they were dumbass movies. <laughs> big guns, and they went around, they did. Like, and, and, commando. Yeah, and, and this... And I, mean, I think this kind of brought back a, a feel of that. In some some scenes in this, was just like, "Fucking yeah, let's get action!" At, like, bring on the action and everything. So uh, yeah, I, I I think I made excuses for it some some bits. Like when he he goes and like he's meant to be like completely new in the battlefield, and then yeah. he very quickly adapts to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. And at one point, he, he phones up his buddies in the drone drone department and like, do me a favor, you know? Like, <laughs> Honestly, when I saw that bit, I was like, really? Are you really going to do this guy a favor? This guy who, who's been reprimanded yeah. and is now joining, but like, he's now on, he's now part of the boots on ground and blah, blah. You're telling me that you're going to trust that guy? Mm. Of course. That bit, that bit, that bit annoyed me. No, um, but it's okay. They say it's an action movie. <laughs> And they, they're allowed to do that. It's like the the director's um, artistic allowance, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I also said in my notes that it, it's another USA versus Russia terrorist story. Um, yeah. And it turns it. I'll say is that it quickly turns out that not quickly turns out, but it turns out that it's not the case. But um, early on, that's that's immediately what I thought. Like, oh yeah, it's just oh yeah, um, Russians are are to blame for this. And the US are sending troops in there. Um, it's supposed to be varied. At least it's not someone from the Middle East um, uh, this time around. They've gone back to it being Russia. Um, and we know how we know. Um, you know how we say, oh, usually when it's uh, uh, based on like basically whatever the terrorist of the day is. That's what movies of that of uh, that type are based on. Like, um, um, oh, well, I can't, I can't remember the name of that movie with uh, Jamie Foxx in it, but it was during a time where, you know, I mean, I know the US is sort of Middle East and whatnot, fighting Al Qaeda and whatnot, and um, ISIS and whatnot. But, you know, that movie was generally focused on the Middle East, and movies of that of that time were focused on the Middle East. Before that, it was Russia. So, this is sort of it, getting back to the Russian sort of line of, of uh, story. Um, again, looking for my notes, I said. Um, some bits were pretty cool in it. So, example of that was the drones have cursors on top of the soldiers' heads. Like, uh, if you've if if anyone's seen like if anyone's played XCOM or what's the other one, SOCOM, or I think it's, I think it's the same uh, line, series, right? Where you have cursors on top of players, on top of your own uh, teammates and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
I thought I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know how they distinguished that. Maybe it's just for the for the purposes of the movie, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm. Um, I figured that each of the soldiers had a tracker on them that so they could kind of I, I just thought it was cool. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was so cool when I saw that. They they, um, they also had like the squares around like identifying who what's human who's human and that and it put like a square around is that what you mean by the classes or Yeah, the classes the the blue ones on top of their heads. Okay, this is right again. This is what? Right at the beginning. Ah, okay, yeah. Because uh, I remember seeing one bit when the drone comes along, the drone plane comes along, and it's like it, it's put a load of squares around different, like, as yeah. as it's approaching, it's sort of like detecting who's who's who. And, and you've seen this in, like, um, CCTV, cam- uh, like, advanced technologies where they're, like, um, trying to identi- like, identify what's human and what's not. Mm. And uh, and it puts like a a, a certain colour box around a, a human, and I thought that well, that's what I was thinking when I was looking at that. I was thinking, yeah, that's um, it's that same kind of technology, only even more advanced, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely got that. Also, um, I also want to say that um, I don't know if it falls into spoiler territory, but I'll say that Leo's reason reasoning makes sense in a way. Yeah. However. The story seems convoluted, as as in I think too much was going on in in what should be an action movie for. Uh, do, 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 do you know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is that it, um, Leo's reason makes sense because of you know when he talks about um, the human elements, as we as we've been discussing about the human elements, um, especially in Warzones and whatnot. But at the same time, that story went through so many like hmm. I don't know turns of whatnot. To get to that, to get for us to, for us to I reckon it was them oh, gonna, they were trying to throw in the the switch thing, like the double it, switch, it, like like who who's it, actually, yeah. what's he actually gonna do, and and who's who's the actual like baddie here, or like who's yeah, you know? yeah. It just felt it just felt very it felt messy to me at the end of it. I wonder that I was real. I was like, man, that's a really messy way of just saying this. This is the point they were trying to make. Uh, I think they could have done that better. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, but overall, I'd say none of that. Like you've said, um, I, we've had a very mixed uh, rating. Well, we've given it uh, various uh, ratings. Um, so, guys at home or guys listening, even uh, definitely check it out and let us know what you think of this. Um, and maybe, maybe I know you might even agree with uh, with Stevie's um, rating. You might agree with Nan's rating. You might agree with my rating. All of that just says absolute bones. And yeah, that's no reason. <laughs> no, Alright, Stevie, any closing comments on this one? No. No. Alright, guys, come. That brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, the King Kong trailer is out, so go check that out. Uh, this episode, I hope you have it out by, I don't know, sometime this evening. Um, Alright, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Bye, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Alright guys, thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.